0: Welcome to Healing for Today with your hosts Darren and Jenny. We're here to study what the Bible teaches on healing, the Kingdom of God and who we are in Christ. You can connect with us at healing4today.org healingfortoday.org, where you can submit questions or share your thoughts with us simply just say hi. We'd love to hear from you. It's great having you join us today. Now let's get into today's study. Welcome to Healing for Today. We're so glad that you've joined us again uh, today. I'm going to actually be talking today about imagination and how this can be used in order to help us achieve the things that we need to achieve from the Word of God. Now, in Genesis, the Lord talks about seeing the uh, imaginations of man and the imagination and the thoughts of man and in their heart was nothing but evil. We see that in Genesis 6, verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of men was great in the earth and the very imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only in evil continually. Uh, you yeah, know, that's quite a statement, and it's horrendous to think that man's hearts got so bad that their imaginations were continually evil. We see in Isaiah 26, verse 3, You will keep in the perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Now, it's interesting, when we look at this and dig in a little bit deeper, the word mind is the Hebrew word yetzer, and it literally means conception. So the mind is where conception starts and where we conceive things in our imagination, just like a woman conceiving a child. Everything starts with a thought. This exact same word that was translated mind was also translated imagination in other places within the Bible. We see in Genesis 11 verse 5 through to uh, to 6. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower, which the children of men built. And the Lord said, Behold, the people are one. And they have all one language and this they begin to do and how nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. You imagine that, that all these people with one mind, one focus and their one imagination, they all saw the same thing. You see, you use your imagination every minute of every day. We all do. We don't realise it, but we do. Your imagination is part of you that conceives things. You can't do something that you can't conceive inside. The conception takes place in your imagination, and that's where everything starts. The dictionary defines imagination as your ability to see something that isn't present or real at that moment you have to see yourself healed and we talk about this whole subject is called healing for today so you have to see yourself healed this is a major problem with many people not receiving their healing because those that have been sick for so long see themselves sick they think themselves sick they think about sickness and they plan for sickness. If you know, for example, if they go away on holiday, oh, what medicines have we got to take? What we've we got to do here? What you know? What we? What about insurance? La di da di da. And the thing goes on. And Proverbs twenty three verse seven says, "As he thinks in his heart, so is he." Let's rephrase that. As we're talking about imagination, as you imagine yourself, that's the way you're going to be. Often we just pray for a person and they kind of wait to see if the, the pain disappears or it goes. Um, And if whatever they're praying for or praying over is gone, then praise God. Hallelujah. But if it's not, they just go ahead and never see themselves healed. Oh, it's kind of, yeah, that's what I kind of expected It can be the attitude. Now, we would be better off to install and instill healing in the person's heart. And this is why we're doing healing for today, to teach about healing, so that you can start to see yourself well. Then let that conception of healing and that can, uh, start start manifesting, and eventually you'll give birth to that healing. Now the way most people get healed is that they run to somebody else who has been studying and spent time in the word and has conceived healing in their inner man and in a sense they have a surrogate surrogate birth through somebody else's faith if you like and and okay that's good sometimes we need that but you know what God's very best is that you and I can can conceive things in our imagination see things the way the word of God says about us you see God has some people in the body of Christ with special gifting and and you can run to them and receive healing through those people which is great however You can't count on that person always being around when you need them. The best way for you to conceive healing is for you to see yourself healed. And the word of God is like a seed. We see that in in Mark. Um, But the word of God is like a seed. And if you plant it in your heart it will eventually begin to conceive and sprout and grow and develop. And you will see yourself healed on the inside. Doesn't matter what people say to you. Doesn't matter what the doctors say. Doesn't matter what, what friends say or families say. And one of the things that annoys me is when people label people a sickness. Oh, you're whatever it be. And and, and that annoys me because it's not theirs it's something that they're working through and once you get healed on the inside once you see yourself well once you develop that healing image on the inside of you you see it on the inside first it's just a matter of time until the physical realm actually will line up if you go to one peter 1 verse 23 you'll you'll see there that it says for you have been born again not of perishable seed but imperishable seed through the word of god which lives and abides forever now i don't know about you but i i you hear reports you hear stories you hear all sorts of things and usually it's not very good but the word of god is not imperishable It is not an imperishable seed. It is an imperishable imperishable seed and it lives and abides forever. See what the word of God says about your situation, what it promises, and then use your imagination to see that come to pass in your life. John 14, 12 says, truly, truly, obviously at this point in John fourteen twelve, God's, Jesus is saying, "Hey, hey, this is important, guys. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. And he will do greater works than these because I go to my father. Now, Jesus has given us a commission. He's given us a job to do. And today there are lots of people who are seeking to be healed. And yet, they're never conceiving it in their own imagination. They're relying on others. They're looking for something external instead of seeing something internal. And our weapons are so powerful that they can cast down imaginations. We see that in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through to 5. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now, that's a discipline. That's something we have to work at. We have to change our inner image of who we are and what we have. There's only one scripture that refers to um, using the imagination in a positive way in the word of God. You can't remember anything without using your imagination, though if I asked you how do you go to your nearest shops and how, you know you you'll say to me and I, I don't know where you are what you're doing at the moment but you know if you're if you if you're driving concentrate on driving but how many windows have you got in your house in your bedroom how many windows have you got how many doors are in your house how do you get to the nearest shop to you and you'll say, oh, well, you drive out of my drive, you turn left, you go down the road and then you turn right. At the end of that road, you come to some traffic lights and you can use your imagination. You're seeing your way to the shops. And it's the same thing as seeing yourself as God has declared who you are. One chron- Chronicles uh, twenty nine eighteen says, Oh, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob Your fathers keep this forever in the thoughts and imaginations of their heart for your people uh, and direct their hearts to you. You see, this here in this scripture, it talks about their thoughts and their imaginations. But it's also you look at hope, the word hope, and we see hope throughout the whole of the Bible. Hope is about your future. It's the ability to see something that you can't see. A positive imagination is what the Bible calls hope. Romans 8, 24 through to 25 says, For we are saved through hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does a man still hope for what he sees but if we hope for what we do not see we wait for it with patience so why wait for something if you've got it right in front of you it's like i hope one day I will have a nice car to drive, start imagination, start that working, see yourself as you put your hands on the steering wheel of the current car you're in, that you see yourself in a nicer car or if you see yourself unwell, see yourself well, if you can't run or you want to run but you can't because of, I don't know, a back injury or something, see yourself running and it's as you apply yourself to what the Word of God says, and start imagineate, imaginating, imaginating—is that such a word? Imagining what that would be like. I'll give you an example. Some years back, I had um, an eye operation, and the doctor said to me, "You'll you'll not be able to see out of your eye for at least at least six weeks," and yet in two weeks' time, he asked me to go back and. Um, and see him for a checkup to see if everything was okay. Now, I imagined what it was like to be able to see clearly, do what I wanted to do, go about doing things. And when I went back after two weeks, he had to ask Jenny, when did we do this operation? And she said, two weeks ago. And he said, are you sure? And she said, yeah. And he said, this is amazing. Why? Because I could see out of my eye, perfectly and it stunned both of them the surgeon and his secretary you see when you pray you wait for the answer in the future but it might be a short period of time or it might be a long period of time but it's in your future you have to believe you've got it now you've got to be able to see it now you do that with your imagination. You see, I was seeing myself walking around and and chatting with people and not having any issues with my eyes. And today, I have no issues with my eyes. I thank God for that. And the speedy recovery. Yeah, okay, so I went through surgery, you know, and people say, oh, you haven't got enough faith. Well, hey, you know, we're not all perfect. But you know what? I'm walking a walk and I'm getting better and better in the walk that I have with the Lord than I was... 12 months ago. And Mark 11 24, getting back to scripture, says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them. And guess what? You will have them. So when you pray, you should be praying in a way that you can see what you're praying for. Now, faith is the ability to see something with your heart. It starts as hope, which is your imagination, seeing something that isn't yet real. But once your imagination goes to work and you start seeing what you want to to come to pass, your faith will bring that into manifestation. Your faith has got something to work on. Your faith can see what your imagination is painting, and it will work towards that. You see, Hebrews 11 is, and we all know this scripture, Hebrews 11, 1, the great um, hall of fame of, of the heroes of faith. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Let's reword that. Now faith is the substance of things imagined for, the evidence of things not yet seen. You see, now, we often put imagination way out in the clouds and a bit, you know, oh, it's for kids and we don't, you know. No, hope. And we all have hope. We all have an ability to hope for something. 1 John 5, 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. But we don't see the healings in the body of Christ as we want to see A lot of people dismiss it now. But why is that? Because we aren't taught to see and use our imagination. And I'm not talking that that's going to overpower anything. Our imagination is the same thing. When we hope for something, we can apply our faith to that hope. And if it's based on the word of God and the word of God says you can have it, then that is at work in our lives. And when we picture it and it grows something on the inside of us, an image that is so strong, the body has to follow suit eventually. Now, some of you are praying for healing. Some of you are praying for prosperity and help in finances. But you don't have any hope. Oh, yeah, well, maybe God will heal me. Oh, I hope God will heal me. Right? Yeah, okay. What is that? Is that just putting it in the by and by and it's out there in the future? Oh, I hope God. Or are you? Yeah, I can see myself well. Yeah, I can see. That's the same thing as hope but one is in a negative viewpoint and one is in a positive viewpoint you may ask somebody else to pray for you and you know that's great that's fine but if you go away still in your wheelchair or in pain or whatever the situation might be if nothing changes you think well that's kind of what i expected so you didn't have hope in the first place therefore faith didn't have anything to produce it couldn't because it didn't have anything to work on and this is where we've got to take a positive um, approach and i'm not talking about positive mental attitudes here it's taking the word of god meditating on the word of god just focusing on what the word of god says that by jesus stripes we are healed now in a minute or two i'm going to read a piece a very short passage of scripture and I want you to meditate on it and think on it and just, just, just use your imagination. And then I'm going to add some sound effects over the top of that and try and paint a picture in your mind of what it might have been like. But let's carry on with the, with the lesson today. We have underestimated the power of hope, the power of our imagination. And we've tried to skip it and go straight into faith. I've been guilty of that so many times. It's how many times I pray and how long I pray and the word that I speak, and no nah, no, nah, 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 off it goes. And it becomes hard work. And yet your imagination works in the unseen realm. Once you see it in your heart, then you, you don't have to hope for it anymore because once you've got it on the inside and it's burning and you've got a clear picture of what it looks like to be able to to hear what it looks like to be able to to climb a mountain what it looks like to ride a bike or go for a walk or whatever that might situation might be whatever it might be where you want to be able to just write a checkout and bless somebody with some finances but you you know at the moment you're just dwelling on the fact that you trying to make ends meet it's using your imagination to paint a picture on the inside of you meditating on the word of god is imagination and imagining something and we're going to look at this as i said a little in a little bit you have to take scripture meditate on it think about it just mull it over and over and over until it forms an image on the inside of you from your meditation, your imagination will be quickened. And that's how the word of God will become alive in the, inside of you. The word of God is a seed. Is the word there, the word seed, is spora in the Greek. And spora is a derivative of the word sperma, which is where we get the English word sperm from the word of god is like sperm it's a seed and it will and uh, if you take it and meditate on it it forms an image on the inside of you and you will conceive healing or you will see the ways to make the finances meet it may take a period of time but you'll eventually give birth to the healing that you desire your imagination will not conceive healing in any form. And once, once you start working on it and putting your faith to it and imagining and seeing what the scriptures say about healing, you apply the word and your imagination. And once that happens, it's just a matter of time until the birth comes. But you can't have the birth without the conception you see nothing will be restrained to you when you can imagine the whole thing with your heart and the whole of the word of god must be meditated on it must be mulled over considered and meditated on day and night, as it says in Joshua 1. And as you meditate on the word of God, you start to see things. You start to picture things. And if it says, you know, let's take, um, well, let's go to the scripture. that I was was just going to read out of Luke 5. And I was just going to read a couple of verses out of here. I think one through to three will will do it. And and I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. Okay, now this scripture, I'm just going to read to you and then I'm going to read it to you again. But I'm going to add sound effects. But I want you to use your imagination. Okay, so one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Okay, so I want you to try and imagine that. Okay, I'm going to read it again and I'm not going to add any sound effects. And then I'm going to read it again. And I want you to listen to it with sound effects. But the first time I want you to try and imagine this. Put yourself either amongst the crowds or as one of the fishermen or just standing on the edge of the water. So one day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats on the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Okay, how did you get on? Now the next question and the next point, I'm going to add some sound effects here. So let's read this again with sound effects. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge. For the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there wow it's amazing what a little bit of a sound effects put onto a recording can make so much difference but you know what when you study and read and meditate you can do exactly the same thing go and sit by a park and think about jesus ministering with crowds of people around him or or go down to and i often do this go down to the riverside, down to the river we go by the river mersey and and you hear the water going by and you think of jesus walking with his disciples and then meditate on a scripture i've just picked a scripture out at random um, and read it to you but i hope this helps you to see how powerful the imagination is and imagine yourself well imagine yourself prosperous and it's not mind over matter and using positive mental images it's using the scripture of god and pick in yourself in that scripture it makes it come alive and when scripture comes alive it goes into your heart and when scripture is in your heart it's not long before it actually manifests i hope this has blessed you and i trust that you'll be blessed and we hope to look and hope that you'll come back again next week to listen to our next message that we have for you until then stay in the word stay strong in his word we love you and look forward to hearing from you from you soon bye for now thank you for joining us today our prayer is that you've been blessed remember you can send us a question at healing number four today.org healingfortoday.org and we'll do our best to answer you in a future study till next study be blessed and stay in the power of his word.